Hey guys, Dr. LeHue, it's good to have you back. Today we're talking about uh, the book by William Doherty, Take Back Your Marriage. And uh, we're going to be looking at the introductory comments today and uh, discussing what comes to mind. And uh, we'll go through this chapter by chapter in our studies together. Um, basically this book is about, you know, we kind of live in this me first generation right now where, you know, I'm committed to things if if they seem useful for me at the time. And when something doesn't seem like it's benefiting me uh, to the degree in which I believe it should, then we tend to cast those things off. We cancel our subscriptions to services that we don't use or don't feel like we're getting the benefit from. And so this me first mentality that we have, uh, this consumer oriented mentality that we have, we bring into our marriages. And this can be destructive to our marriages because we're not consumers in a marriage, we're participants. We're not spectators, we're not customers, but we are participants and we're called to love. And love is always gonna be selfless dedication. And so we, we live in this strange time where people have extremely high expectations for marriage. We expect that we're gonna find a soulmate and that person is going to you know, meet all of our needs and be the object of our affections and, uh, you know, cater to us. But the reality is, is the other person is coming into the marriage often with a consumer-oriented mindset as well. And so um, we sort of live in this day where we kind of live in a marriage go-round, you know, um, where people um, get married with the best intentions, I believe, but then when troubles or problems come up, they may tend to bail on that relationship thinking that, well, there's no use in working further at this. I'm not happy, you're not happy. And um, you know, our family, half of them are already divorced and separated. So, you know, um, it is what it is. And so um, we, we kind of look for greener pastures and then um, decide that maybe it's better if we just call it quits. And this is epidemic in our country right now. It's epidemic in our world. We have these increasingly high expectations, but we're not able to deliver well, um, you know, meaningfully on, on substance in our, in our relationships. And so that's what this book is about. It's, uh, it's about we all have this desire for stable homes, and we all know that, you know, that in the long run is, is best, is, is the ideal standards. But it, it seems like this generation of people, especially young people, feel like it's impossible to actually achieve that. We've seen our parents struggle in their marriages or fail in their marriages. We see our older siblings struggle and fail in marriage. And so we start to think that that becomes unattainable. So couples are reorienting their commitments instead of till death do us part to other statements like as long as love shall endure. Um, which is basically just saying until I don't feel it anymore or you don't feel it anymore or until we decide that it's over. And so this lack of stability, it's hard to build a family and a healthy home on, on a halfway commitment. Um, and so marriage is going to be challenging and relationships are going to be challenging. Building a family is going to be challenging if we're not intensely committed uh, to that relationship. So let's see uh one of the things i thought that was said in this uh introductory chapter that i thought was really helpful is we have to have a long view in our marriage in other words not just how do i feel about things right now 
not how do I feel about my marriage right now or how do I feel like my wife or husband is treating me right now, but a long view of what do I hope, you know, life is going to be like when I'm 60, when I'm 70. Uh, this conviction that nothing's going to break us apart, that nothing's going to separate us, and that when the boat gets swamped, we'll bail it out. And when we face hard times and challenges, we'll work together. And when things start to get stale, we'll get committed to making it fresh again. That we're going to have to accept each other's weaknesses and that my job is not to fix you and your job is not to fix me, but to learn to love each other even though you know, there may be some uh, challenges. That to love you just the way you are, that I made a commitment to love you, not my image of you or not my version of you that, that fits better with what, what is more convenient to me. Um, so we accept each other's weaknesses, that uh, we're going to take care of each other. And this commitment isn't just made one time in the relationship, but is made on a daily basis, if need be, or is made on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, that we come back and we say, look, I want to have a happy marriage. I understand that my happiness is tied directly to my spouse's happiness, and it's worth it to work toward a happy marriage. You know, some, some of the friends that you're going to have in life, they may be your friends, but they may not be very good friends to your marriage. So they may tell you what you want to hear or what the darker side of you wants to hear when you're complaining about your spouse and they come alongside of you and say, oh, that's terrible. I would never put up with anybody like that. And I can't believe how you know awful your husband is or awful your wife is and that's disgusting you know so they they're your friends in that they're saying what you want to hear and they're fueling that frustration in you but they're not really being friends of your marriage at that point and you want to make that distinction that you know my marriage is the most important thing to me my faith my marriage my home and I need people who will be friends to my marriage not just my personal friends um, or just friends to tell me what I want to hear, but friends that will tell me what maybe I need to hear and help remind me of the commitments that I've made. Um, so when love gets difficult, and it will, love will get difficult. Love is not always easy to show. Um, in fact, you might argue that it's not really love until it becomes challenging because love is always selfless. It's going to cost you something. And it's that promise that you made that keeps you together. And if you think about it, essentially, when a couple stands before their family and friends to get married, essentially what they're doing is making a covenant in front of everybody to say, look, there's going to come a time when I'm not going to want to love this person. There's going to come a time when I'm going to be frustrated, hurt, and upset. You guys all will hear me say that no matter what happens, I'm going to love this person and treat them the way they deserve to be treated. And that's really what marriage is, is you're making a commitment in front of everybody that when times get difficult, when times get hard, when I don't feel like doing this on my own strength, I will remain true to my commitment. So uh, it's a promise. Essentially, it's a promise. And it requires daily commitment to that promise. Um, but what the problem is, we tend to focus on, on everything else in life except what's most important we focus our attention on our hobbies we focus attention on our entertainment we focus it on our sports teams or our food maybe even focusing it uh, you know on other family members but neglecting the the foundation of all of it our marriage and so 
we need to learn to focus some attention and give some attention that's that's due to cultivating and uh, renewing the commitment to our marriage. So that undying commitment, that promise, mixed with a intentional focus on keeping the marriage healthy, is what is introduced as essential in taking back your marriage. Um, so what else do we want to pull out of this introduction? Well, I think that's a good beginning. Um, good thoughts to get us started. And uh, we'll just take this book apart, chapter by chapter, and look at it and pull out the high points. Uh, what can help you in the marriage that you're in right now or the marriage you're preparing for or maybe just help you understand why your marriage, you know, didn't make it, why it fell apart um, or why your parents' marriage has fallen apart uh, so that we are better equipped to live the lives and live the commitments that we've made in life. As always, be present to life, like, comment, and subscribe, and I'm glad you're on this journey with me.